coming up next on Thriving in Recovery. Our whole thing is about bringing everybody together. Like I said, not only the organization, but the sponsors as part of it and really bringing in the supporters and making them feel good for doing what they're doing. Instead of just getting a thank you email or something in the mail or whatever, we, we actually we promote it during the campaign and we highlight it and you know, we'll have the supporters of the campaign at the end of the campaign, you know, things like that. We just want to bring everybody into the picture who's helping out and thank them. Welcome to another episode of the Thriving in Recovery podcast, where we're dedicated to sharing stories of recovered and thriving individuals to empower others on their own path of recovery. I'm your host, Justin Harris. My co-host is Bryce Gibbons. Our guest today is Jerry Tuzil. He is the co-founder of Influence the Cause, where their mission is to inspire and empower people to change lives. They've created an all-in-one pay-it-forward platform where they use human-focused design to bring nonprofit organizations, sponsors, and supporters together as one to achieve a common goal. I was introduced to Jerry through Adam Gaskell, a friend in the Tony Robbins community. I'm on a nonprofit board of Mothers Against Addiction, and we are using Jerry's platform to raise money to do good work for those in the recovery world. Our first campaign with Influence the Cause just went live on February 22nd, 2023. Check us out at influencethecause.com and search for Mothers Against Addiction to learn more and support our cause if you are so inclined. So let's get into this conversation with Jerry Tuzil. Jerry Tuzil, welcome to the podcast. Justin, thank you, Bryce. How are you? Pleasure having you guys. Thanks for having me, I should say. Yeah, thanks for agreeing to be a guest on the show. So Jerry, we were introduced through the Tony Robbins community through uh, Adam Gaskell, who is nonprofit creators. Correct. We um, he helped us set up the Mothers Against Addiction nonprofit, and uh, as we seek to raise funds to to do good things in the addiction and recovery spaces, uh, he introduced us to you. And uh, we're setting up a campaign with Natasha Crabtree, which is yes. ready to launch any day now. It'll be launched by the time this podcast airs next week. Um, but I appreciate you for all your help in getting that up and going. I still know that there's uh, lots of work to be done, but you've been awesome to work with so far. It's been great getting to know you, and uh, I would love for you to tell our listeners about uh, who you are and what you do and why you do it and all that good uh, stuff. Well, Justin, thanks. I mean, you know, we couldn't do it without you as well um, and your group. So uh, thank you for that. Um, again, my name is Jerry Tuzel, uh, co-founder, influencethecause.com. Uh, we are a... Nonprofit fundraising website that, that, that does a little bit different than your regular ones that are out there. Um, we combine the, the, the three big aspects, the supporter, the organization, and the sponsor, all part of one campaign. And, and we do that through a couple of different things. Um, we, we allow the, the organization to obviously promote their cause through pictures, videos, things like that. Um, but we're also able to bring in sponsors um, direct. We have a thing that we put together inside our platform called Sponsor Connect, where sponsors can actually come to the organizations or the organizations could find the sponsors and um, connect and uh, sponsor each campaign that they want to sponsor. And it's more for, look at it for uh, more for the local communities, the local sponsors, your mom and pop shops, uh, people who don't normally uh sponsor campaigns, but are in the community areas. Um, and we're bringing them back together is what we're trying to do. And uh, we're doing it at no cost. So there's no fees for sponsoring. Um, whether the nonprofit wants to do that on the outside, that's up to them. But to be able to be a sponsor inside uh, Influence the Cause, there's no cost for any sponsor to come in. 
We do that kind of differently. We, we expect the sponsors to do in-kind donations, whether it be, you know, they can promote their products and services inside each campaign um, and, and allow gifts to be given out in the form of coupons, gift cards, buy one, get one freeze, things like that to engage a community um, of supporters inside the, inside the, the neighborhoods. So that's what we kind of bring differently uh, in, in, in our platform for our sponsorship side of it. Now, for our engagement side of it, for supporters, we have built kind of a gamification inside of each campaign. We use gamification methods, um, loyalty programs, points, badges, leaderboards, things like that. And, you know, we, we actively want to bring people back in uh, inside a campaign more than just a one type and done type situation or you make your donation and you're gone, you know, you, you never see them again. Um, so what we want to do is we encourage people to be, keep coming back in and, you know, we have leaderboards, uh, support leaderboards for the top performers, uh, advocates in a campaign, uh, whether it be how many people they bring into a campaign, how many people that they uh, raise out of the people that they bring into a campaign. And we track all this stuff for, for the organization. So, um, you know, we're able to now the smaller mom and pop nonprofits um, can have a chance now to build a base um, and really be, you know, active inside the community through um, support leadership, right? So uh, in our system, you don't ever have to um, donate a dime and you can still be on the support leaderboard. That's kind of what we do differently. Um, we're actively building bases. So what we want to do is encourage peer-to-peer, -peer, right? We want to encourage people bringing in people into the system, um, into the campaign, and, and building that base. So you can get on the support leaderboard and never donate a dime, um, and, but you could be the top advocate. Um, we have four basic categories of, of leaderships inside our thing is, is most shares, most people influenced, um, most money raised, and largest donor. And out of those, those are the main four characters that we see inside each campaign so we can build a, uh, a base for each organization. So it's, it's totally different than what's out there. We've, we've worked on this for a long time. My background is not tech. Um, I'm in sales and uh, kind of jumped into this and uh, learned really quick <laughs> what tech is all about. Um, but I think, you know, we did our homework. And we tried to find what was missing out there um, in, in fundraising. And, um, and and I think we put together a pretty good platform for any nonprofit, big or small. You know, with, um, you know, the Mothers Against Addiction campaign that we're going to be rolling out. You know, we had, we, we, we've had a combined um, leadership program, basically management camp, whole campaign management program that we do, um, and, you know, for the um for the campaign and for the organization. And we all put our heads together once a week and we came up with this campaign and we're going to be rolling it out probably uh, very soon. Uh, probably by within the next week, um, by the time this, this comes out, it'll already be rolling. So, you know, again, that's another thing that we do. We, we actually are hands-on in the campaign creation. Um, so we just don't say, here's our platform, uh, good luck. No, you get hands-on, um, you get creation, you get things that you would normally get that you pay big dollars for in the marketing department, but you get us. Um, and again, that's all provided inside our platform. Yeah, Adam, certainly that was one of the big pitches with Adam coming to us and saying, hey, we really need to use Jerry and his thing is, is uh, he'll, he'll help us. He'll do uh, 
a lot of the heavy lifting to get this campaign off the ground. And he uh, he did not overpromise. You've definitely uh, been been gracious with your time and helping us get up and running. H- how long has Influence the Cause been? Um, been when did you found it? We it's been around going on three years. Um, and, um, we built our first section of it was with, it was uh, the platform was just the gamification side of it. And, uh, and that we really saw, we rolled that out, made sure everything was working, did beta tests on that about a year and a half ago and, um, everything was working, but we really wanted that sponsor connect side of it. Cause that really is something different than unique that nobody else has out there. And, and I think is very much needed. So we, we took the time. Built the sponsor connect, rolled it out last, I'd say August. We rolled our beta campaigns out last August, tested the site, everything's working up and running, and now uh, up and running this year. It's go time. <laughs> and who is your who's your ideal client? What what kinds of people are running campaigns on your site? Like where's the sweet spot for you guys? Well, you know what? The medium to small guys, right? Because they're the ones that need the most help. Um, and even the larger ones do, and I'm not trying to, you know, shun them at all, but um, this medium, the small ones just don't have the marketing department, the resources uh, to be able to put together a, a really good campaign from start to finish. And, and that's, again, what, what makes us so different is because we sit down with them, we'll, you know, I'll create pictures in Canva for them. We will create a whole campaign for them as long as they give us what we need as far as, you know, walk them through how to make sure that they're, um, their story and their pictures and everything are going to be good for them and good to the public. And they're telling the right story. So, you know, you know, that's, uh, that's, that's kind of our sweet spot. Nice. And when you say small, to medium, how do you guys define that? Just so our listeners have, uh, well, I say small to medium by the resources that they have really. Okay. Um, and, and, you know, some of the ones that we've talked to are, you know, raising a hundred, $150,000 a year, but they, the resources that they have are, really small. Maybe they got two, three people, you know, and they have a big board and all that stuff, but they're not very active in their day to day and creation of everything. So, um, you know, that's, that's, so that's what I mean by that. The resources. Okay. That, that makes sense. Thank you for, for clarifying that for me. What's, um, what ties, if any, do you have to the addiction or recovery spaces? Well, I mean, I'm not, you know, our system is built for everybody. Um, and do, you know, the mothers against addiction. I mean, my heart is for in everybody, um, and, and being able that everybody gets a chance to be heard. Um, you know, I don't have any off the top of my head, any stories that I could tell you about, uh, mothers against addiction or addiction. I'm sorry. Um, but you know, learning from these past campaigns that we're putting together and hearing stories, um, really, really pulls on your heartstrings. Joe, I can imagine. Yeah, I can imagine for sure. What, um, maybe if you could share and then we'll, we'll pivot over to Bryce. I'm sure he's got some questions as well, but maybe share a success story that you've had on influence the cause with somebody creating a campaign and and raising. Yeah. Um, well in our beta campaigns, we had, uh, the varieties children's charity and they're, they're national. Um, and you know, but each, each individual, chapter that they have right inside uh, is all over so we we, we did uh, a couple of them and um really you know one of the people there were brand new um as far as taking over the the, the chapter and um we really really you know walked her through everything walk i mean she just 
you know, that that was a goal in itself. Uh, what we raised, uh, not necessarily, um, you know, again, our, our, now our campaigns are raising a million dollars, right? If you, they needed $5,000 for wheelchairs and things like that when, when we hit our goals, but being able to actually see the, the, the joy on her face um, when we actually sat down and helped her put the whole campaign together, uh, which she could have never done on her own, especially That's being awesome. new. Yeah, for sure. Is uh, um, Mothers Against Addiction is, a rel is relatively new, less than a year old, and the resources are, are, are pretty sparse at this point in time. Just uh, everybody's got their own full-time job and their own life and, and their own thing going. And um, but we all have a heart for the addiction community and definitely want to do our part in helping. And so I'm really excited for this first campaign to launch. Before we talk about that, Bryce, what questions do you have for Jerry? Yeah. So what is like the most challenging part of the process to developing like a strategy for an organization? Well, I, I think the main part, of, well, there's a lot of main parts, but getting them uh, over the first hump, right? It, 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 I know nothing about when I'm talking to somebody of, about what, you know, what the story is, right? Until I actually dig into it. Um, so whether it's addiction or whether it's cancer or whether it's um, a church, right? Uh, you know, so trying to dig into the stories of each one of them and, and digging it out of their minds, right? And their hearts and what they're trying to do and come up with um, and, and, and having them have a trust level with me and our company and our site um, and, and, and then they, they open up a little bit more. So I think that's one of the best things is, is, is as far as on the starting end is just getting over that hurdle. And what does that process look like when you're trying to develop or like, uh, boil down somebody's essence into a story? Like, what is that process like? Is there a specific like framework that you're using or like, is there particular questions that you're asking? Well, everybody's different. You know, again, it could be, you know, they're doing a, 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 you know, raising money for a park bench or they're raising money to help uh, uh, Mothers Against Addiction, right? It, it, the two totally separate uh, spectrums, but they're trying to figure out how to get to that starting point, right? And so everyone is different. They're, they're, so let's hop into Mothers Against Addiction. Let's talk about that. So when you're dealing with an organization like Mothers Against Addiction, <clears throat> you're going uh, and looking at what their mission is and trying to fulfill their mission. And do you develop like a specific uh, event or a specific thing in mind so that you can kind of capture what the mission of this organization is and then deduce based on, you know, kind of where that ship is heading uh, as to like what kind of fundraiser you want to do or like what what is when I talk about process, I mean, like what is what does that look like? It's specifically for Mothers Against Addiction because I'm familiar with it and I think some of our audience is familiar with it as well. Well, for some of the people that we're helping, right, it's it's actually hearing their story, right? And a lot of people don't want to just come out and tell their story, even though they want to help, right? And they want to help the community and help the next person. Um, but just actually bringing the story out of them, right? Because they are the story. You know, if the campaign is about addiction or whatever, or cancer, they are the story. So, but ever, nobody likes to just come out and tell their story, right? When you actually, actually just kind of pick away, pick away, pick away until they are at a comfort level and say, you are the one that's going to be telling this story to everybody. And you are the one that's got to bring it out. And so uh, once you get them to open up and get at a comfort level, then, then things start flowing. Nice. 
Um, okay, so let's let's chat more about Mothers Against Addiction. Like, what is um, what does that look like for you guys, Justin? And maybe you can kind of chime in. Um, what is your goal, and what are you trying to do? And how does like the collaborative process and working with Jerry um, is how is that going to benefit you guys from achieving your goal? So great question. Uh, the mission for Mothers Against Addiction is to silence the stigmatism of, of addiction, right? And make it safe for people to raise their hand, whether they are addicted themselves or um, whether they, um, you know, have a, we, I remember we, this was kind of born at, it was definitely born at Business Mastery where we met you, but there was a guy in particular that, uh, you know, we do the shares in the morning and and he stood on a chair in front of our whole group and talked about his 35 year old daughter being addicted to heroin. And it's, it's not something that he talked about before. It was, is some the shame and guilt that he kept inside. And it's freeing. It's, it's freeing when, when you can talk about things like that, right? It, it releases the, the power of it. And there was another gal at business mastery. Her name's Natasha. She is the, um, uh, the one that we're partnering with to do this campaign. And, uh, Natasha is 13 years sober but had spent quite a bit of time on the streets doing drugs and, and, uh, and going to jail and, and all that kind of stuff. And she cleaned herself up. Um, I think she had 30, like lots of felonies and lots of misdemeanors. She's actually, uh, was a, the guest on episode number four. So you can he- go back and hear her story if you would uh, like to, it's fascinating for sure. But she is, um, she's got this gift to make women feel beautiful. And so she uh, opened a salon in her basement to start. She worked her way into a commercial space. And now she just, just in the last week or two, moved into a brand new spot that's beautiful in Columbus, Ohio. And she wants to give back. She wants to give back to the addiction community. She is relentless. She is resourceful. She is all the things. And um, part of what makes her that way is because she takes care of herself. She She's got a before and after picture on the um, campaign page that will blow your mind, the before versus after. It doesn't even look like the same person. And so she talked on the podcast about having this gift to make women feel beautiful and has had that gift her whole life, like it's her unique ability. And she wants to do that for people that are coming out of addiction early in recovery that are getting all of the tools that they need as far as getting their mind right and thinking correctly and those types of things, but then she wants to come and make them beautiful. She wants to make them beautiful on the outside to match what's on the inside because when you look good, you uh, have confidence. And when you have confidence, you can do almost anything, right? And so um, even if you have your mind right, but you don't look good, you're beat up or whatever, you don't have good clothes, you just don't. I mean, it's it, I'm bald, so I, I don't know what it's like to go to a salon and get a makeover, right? But uh, <laughs> But I can only imagine somebody comes into her shop and she she does she doesn't let people see themselves while she's making them over. They, they they don't get to see what's going on. And then she does this red carpet reveal at the end, and people are blown away at what she's able to 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 turn them into, what she's able to do with these makeovers. And she wants to do this for more people. And so we're raising money together so that she can uh she's got eight women uh at a recovery house uh there in in Ohio. And then we'll have enough money to, to do lots more women. And she's actively seeking those out, but we've got eight in the queue right now. And so we're raising money to help them, um, do a makeover so that they can take the next step in 
their recovery journey and hopefully be a lot more successful than they otherwise would be with that. That's awesome. So what does the fundraising process look like? Are you guys, how are you guys raising money to support, um, Natasha in being able to provide these makeovers? Like, what are you guys doing? Is it like, I know, and I'm just asking this because I, uh, with my nonprofit organization, we are hosting a golf tournament. And so that's how we're raising our funds is through a golf tournament, through raffles and through a silent auction and through on course games and whatnot. Um, so how are you guys planning on raising money for your collaboration with Natasha? You want to speak to that, Jerry? Yeah, I mean, well, again, that's what attracted um, Justin and his group to my site is because we're able to um, engage people uh, in a way that normally the the, the ones that are out there uh, don't do, right? You know, again, with the leaderboards and the points and the badges and uh, actually bringing supporters to the table and um, making making it fun. Right. Making you don't want to say a game out of it, but making it fun where, you know, as people are, they feel good about supporting uh, Natasha and the campaign uh, and they see themselves on the leaderboard. And we're going to act actively promote the leaders every week. Um, so all the people that are coming in and that are advocates of the campaign, we're going to we're going to be posting all that stuff every week. Who's on the leaderboard? Who's second? Who's third? And uh, There may be some inner campaign uh, giveaways that we might do for one week or another week, things like that, that we, we, we want every campaign to look like the ice bucket challenge, right? That that's our goals, you know, in a sense, and I'm not talking about raising tens of millions of dollars, but act- actively bringing people into the campaign and actually making them a part of the campaign. Um, those are the things that we, our system can do for organizations like Justin's and everybody else's. And then, you know, take it from there and then bring it right to the community. We have, uh, obviously, uh, Natasha's um, uh, salon is going to be one of the sponsors. We've got another sponsor in there um, that's going to be in the community, right? And so they will be actively helping us promote because they're going to be promoting their products and services through the campaign, right? As as far as buy one, get one, share, you get a coupon, um, donate, and you get X amount of dollars off, donate, we'll give you t-shirts, things like that to keep everybody active in the community coming back in and, and, and actively um, promoting the sponsor or, or thanking the sponsor, right, as a supporter um, for being a, a customer, right? So the sponsor is there to help the, the actively help um, the campaign. And then our system is set up to where the supporters can actually bring that back to the, to the, um, to the sponsors and help them out. Yeah, the other way we share too is so everybody at Mothers Against Addiction will be sharing. And one of the things that we really like about Influence the Cause is they make it easy to share via email, via text, via social, uh, all the different ways to get the word out there. And then like Jerry had said earlier, you don't have to donate any money to be on the leaderboard. You can just be the highest sharer to bring people into the ecosystem. We're also going to use the covering is the the place where the first eight women are coming from. We're going to use their network to get the word out there. We're going to use the uh, networks of all of the people at Mothers Against Addiction, which are spread around the U.S. and one in Mexico. I think a lot of it's going to be centered in Ohio. Um, but, you know, and then Natasha is also going to be offering her existing clients. Some of her clients are coming in and paying, you know, upwards of five to seven hundred dollars for a makeover. Um, these are people with means and and that's 
not a big deal to them, but we're going to offer them, hey, you know, um, buy one and give one. Um, you know, if you can spend another, if, if, if $700 isn't that, you know, if you've got the means to do that, maybe you could do another 700 and, and, and then we can make over two women, something along those lines, and then make everybody feel good about what, what we're doing. Yeah, our whole thing is about bringing everybody together. Like I said, not only the organization, but the sponsors as part of it and really bringing in the supporters and making them feel good for doing what they're doing. Instead of just getting a thank you email or something in the mail or whatever, we, we actually we promote it during the campaign and we highlight it. And you know, we'll have the supporters of the campaign at the end of the campaign, you know, things like that. We just want to bring everybody into the picture who's helping out and thank them. And then obviously so what posting is, the before and after the, the before and afters of the women as they're getting made over. Correct. Um, so that people can see real time where their money is going. Go ahead, Bryce. So what are some things or some tips that you can maybe give me in trying to host this will be our second annual drive for recovery golf tournament. Last year we had a full field, 144 golfers, had 18 sponsors. We set it up in about six weeks. It was great success. It was fantastic. But one of the things that we're really focusing on this year is how can we create a better experience, not only for the entire field of golfers, but where we can really add value to these sponsors. So maybe Jerry, if you can give me some pointers or tips as to how I can, you know, really include these sponsors on a level so where they keep coming back every other year or every year and, uh, you know, really keep donating for a good cause. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, you got 18 sponsors and that's, um, that's 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 half the battle in in my world because you know especially a lot of the small to medium ones don't have a lot of sponsors that they can knock on doors but we will actively help them knock on their doors we'll call them up but since you got the sponsors already i mean that's half the battle so what we can do is there's so many different ways we can go about this now each sponsor could create their own page and we can have uh you know, a, a contest through that, right? And so they're promoting it to all their people and inside there, they can give away their coupons and gift cards and buy one, get one freeze as people are in there. And then the, the winners of the campaign can maybe, you know, get a free dinner or get an oil change or get, uh, you know, a, a $100 off the roof, right? It doesn't matter who the sponsor is. We can do anything for any sponsor. The, the sponsors that we have for Mothers Against Addiction, one's a salon, the other one's a, uh, what do you call it? an aesthetics company that does Botox and things like that. So um, <clears throat> there's so many different things. And then maybe, you know, we can give away tickets uh, for some tickets, right. For the, for the person who, you know, for the team that raises the most money, right. We can do things like that. And you have all that data right there in real time for you. Um, but having the sponsors and getting them all involved. And, you know, again, I think that that's a way to go. Um there's so many different things that we can do again, not knowing exactly, but you know, maybe every hole we can, we can do something where, you know, we've got QR codes that we can set up in every hole. You know, if you donate something right there at the hole, you know, you, you, you get, you maybe a, you get a prize, a free beer, a free hot dog at the end, whatever it may be. Right. So those are the things during the campaign that we can do. We can stream it live. We can do, there's so many different ways that we can go about doing it, you know, during the campaign, before the campaign, and even after the campaign. Cool. Jerry, I'd love to dig more into the gamification aspect of what it is you guys do that's that's different than other types of sites like this. That was certainly one of the attractors for us to to 
to do our campaign through you. Can you talk about the gamification aspect yeah. and how it changes the results of, of, of fundraising campaigns? Well, I mean, one of our things when we were doing our research was, you know, the, the advocate side of it, right? Um, all nonprofit organizations want to really dig in to see who their advocates and what they're doing out there. Um, and so that was one of the things that we looked at and we said, well, okay, that's really big. What else is really big? Loyalty programs, right? Loyalty programs are a form of gamification, right? It, it doesn't matter. We're not talking about Candy Crush here. We're talking about doing things and getting things in re return, whether it's points, badges, leaderboards, things like that. That's forms of gamification. Um, when I say loyalty programs, right? Why can't we have uh, supporter loyalty programs? So the more you support, the more loyalty points you get. As far as, far as being a supporter, the high you, higher you climb up the um, philanthropic ladder, let's call that, and that's what we call it. Our game is called Playanthropy, right? Inside our system, it's called we call it Playanthropy. It's a name that we made up, and and, and inside that, you, when you're playing as a supporter, Playanthropy, and you're going through all that. It gives you a feeling of, 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 of inside of good, um, and especially when you're getting promoted for doing that good to the public and to your peers, um, you know, it, it keeps everybody engaged. It keeps everybody keeping doing, wanting to come back. I mean, that's our, our, our thing is about engagement, right? Again, keep people coming back in um, through the loyalty programs and the points and the badges and the leaderboards. And what's the draw to coming back to see where they're at on the leaderboard or? Well, again, if you're doing, let's say, a peer-to-peer -peer contest or let's say a school against a school contest or a business against a business contest, right? And so you guys want to be able to tout at the end of the campaign or during the campaign that look what you did, right? Look what you look what your efforts provided inside this campaign. And so, again, it's more of a heartfelt. Right. It's more of about people that maybe not even follow that cause may jump in. Right. And start doing it because, oh, man, all of a sudden I'm on the leaderboard. I'm sharing this and people are coming back from my shares and I have a lot of influence. Right. Hence influence the cause. Um, and so that's what we want to generate, that type of, of excitement inside each campaign. So making people feel good about the work that they're doing. To, Absolutely. To the There's nothing wrong with touting people's efforts, especially when it comes to uh, fundraising. Nice. And what, what kinds of funds are people able to raise on you, on your site? I mean, uh, you know, we have a, our minimum donations, $5. Um, and it can go up as to whatever they want. Um, and again, our, our, our thing is about building bases that, as well as raising funds. Um, so again, if you don't have the means to, to, uh, to, to donate on a regular basis, whether it's $5 or $10, whenever you can, um, you can come in and still help, right? And again, how good would you feel if you never donated a nickel, but yet you raised $10,000 for this campaign? Um, and we're able to tout that and show the public, look at everybody can do this. Yeah, for sure. And one of the other attractors, I mean, our main goal with this first campaign is to raise you know $50,000 to or the Columbus, Ohio, for Natasha to, to make these women over. Goal number two is to find another Natasha, right? How uh, Who can we find that wants to do good in the addiction world in their community? Right. And so what kind of strategies would you offer to us about finding the next Natasha during well, this campaign? Well, again, it's, it's getting the word out, right? And, and, the way the way you guys team up with the coverings and the different um, local community um, 
resources that, that are out there. Um, and, and again, the, the team that we put together to be able to help them uh, is really a big deal, uh, I think. And, and, and as campaigns go and as, as, you know, as they reach out to us, Right. And we can, we, again, it doesn't matter whether we raise $50,000 or $10,000. We're there to help them do whatever they can do. And so our thing is, is that as long as we keep the ball rolling um, and not stop, and that's, that's kind of what a lot of nonprofits do is they'll do a campaign and then go, well, okay, well, we got to see what our next campaign is come fall or come spring or, you know, you go, well, no, the object is to keep going, right? If you want to gather and engage your, 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 uh, uh, supporters, you want to keep that going. And again, you're not always asking for money in a sense, right? You're, you're always asking, okay, well, here's the, here's the next Natasha, right? And the next Natasha, look how good we did on the first Natasha. Here's our next Natasha. And this is what we're going to be doing. Um, more people will come out of the woodwork then, right? And won't feel as shy about, uh, actually, uh, promoting their, their story to the public to be able to help. And so how, how often are people running campaigns on your, on your site? Um, usually campaigns will run around the 45 to 60 day range. Um, you know, doing something in 30 day timeframes are really, really hard. You know, it, it's really tough. Um, but I think the 45 to 60 day range, because you want, you want to gather and bring in people back in and then, and then, and then starting maybe you really want to start one right after the fact, because again, once you do your first one, you're going to show everybody in your second one what, what's going on, right? People won't get stale necessarily because you may have a different sponsor. Right. So you maybe you had two sponsors for this campaign. Now you got two totally different sponsors, two totally different databases, right? That you may go after. Right. You're going to have your base that we're building for you inside the system and that we give to you. Um, that then, then you, you know, then those are, you nurture those, right? And the people that trickle down from there, that's okay. They'll come back in when they're ready. Um, but the object is just to keep building new and new bases. And you could do that through obviously, um, social media, but yeah, your sponsors as well. And so this first campaign we're doing is 45 days. And so what I hear you say is we need to get a second one ready to go for in 45 days and, and just go right from one. Into yeah. The you, next one. You, you don't really want to wait two, three months, right? Cause then you get stale or the organization gets stale, right? Because sure. everybody thinks, well, again, it's going to be burnout. No, it's not burnout when you don't ever have have ever ask, excuse me, ever have to ask for money on a consistent basis, right? We're, we're talking about our system also builds internally a philanthropic legacy for that supporter, right? Just because of the way our gamification is set up inside our system. So it's not necessarily um, that they're going to be donating, but they're building their philanthropic levels. They come from it. They start as a volunteer and then they become an advocate and then they become a, a philanthropist and they become an influencer. You know, so there's certain levels that they hit inside our system, which again is an engagement tool to bring them back in. And then we tout what they're, what they're, you know, how they're climbing up the ladder, right? So, um, and they may be playing in all these different campaigns. And when I say play, I mean supporting. Um, and so when they may be doing that in all these different campaigns, but they're also building their philanthropic legacy inside our system that we're promoting, right? And that we're mm -hmm. showing that 
Sue Smith, she just became an advocate, right? She jumped this level. Um, you know, Bob Jones just became a philanthropist, right? He's, he's done all this work. Look at all this efforts that he's built. And again, the feel good inside. And that's what our system brings differently than all the other ones. And those are the badges that you talked about earlier? Correct. Well, badges, we got points and levels too. The badges are just a, a badge of honor. And then the points and the levels go with that. Okay. So the advocate, the advocate would be a level? Correct. Okay. Everybody starts out as a volunteer and then they jump to advocate and then they go from there. And it's, we okay. make it very simple to get from one level to the next, right? Um, you know, we, again, we want people to actively being in there and not just say, oh, geez, I got to share this thing a million times to get anywhere. No, we don't, we don't allow it. And we track it not only per campaign, but we track it overall. Right. So in the, in like in the case of yours, we do another campaign right after that. We already have all that information of what they've done in the first campaign, which carries over to the next campaign and carries over. So we have an overall leaderboard of what they do on a, on an overall basis and then a campaign specific leaderboard. So you as an organization can promote the, that, those, those top supporters just for that campaign. And then. At the end of the year, as an organization, as we ran three, four, five campaigns, at the end of the year, you're going to know exactly who your top supporters are, and you can tout them any way you want. That's in your system. You can have a, you know, the supporter of the year awards. You can have the youth supporter of the year awards, and you know, you narrow it down because we're giving you all the information. Wow, that's pretty incredible. I uh, I don't play video games, but uh, I have in my past, and and they make it real easy to especially at first to, to, to jump levels. And I think that's what keeps people coming back and what right. makes them addictive to some degree. Well, we're, we're trying to, again, and that's why we do the philanthropy side of it, of bringing people and giving them their philanthropic legacy, because now they're giving a feel like they're a part of something, right? And whether it's they're helping out Mothers Against Addiction or the Cancer Society or PETA, right? They're, they're helping out in general and say, well, I, I brought in 10 people in this campaign, 12 people in this campaign, 20 people in this campaign. And from that, I never got, donated a penny, but yet I still raised a combined twelve thousand dollars, right? Which is huge, right? And that makes people feel good. We'd like we'd like you to donate as well, just so everybody knows. <laughs> no, you're right. Those come naturally, yes. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I certainly get if 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 you don't have the means to donate, then yeah, bring people in that that can donate. At the end of the day, donations is what makes the world go round. And the the thing I, I too don't have. Uh, um, never been addicted to anything. Well, I don't have an addiction story as far as substance use disorder. Certainly been addicted to things, I, I think, in the past, but uh, um, not in that way. And I've, you know, the, I've got, it seems like in this world, nobody gets away from addiction. Everybody gets touched by addiction. You know, I have a brother that's addicted to, to drugs and lives on the streets in Spokane. He's actually in jail now, which is a, a good spot for him because he gets him a chance to get clean and sober and work out and get healthy again. And, um, and certainly Bryce has, uh, an addiction story that, uh, also is an episode in the podcast, uh, coming out soon. I would, I think I, uh, should be um, a couple days here. Bryce, what else? What's that? <clears throat> Said it's coming out in a couple days here. Oh yeah. I've been looking for it. I've been hitting refresh on my, my, my iTunes podcast player looking, looking for it, uh, for sure. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. What else do you have, uh, for Bryce Jerry, either about you guys, uh, your, your, um, golf tournament or, or anything else? No, I mean, I would love to hear more. I mean, there's just so many different ways. And I think you're, you're, 
because of we're so so unique and something totally different that that's not out there. You can't find what we do. Um, you know, I'm not touting myself. I'm just telling you the truth. I put a lot of time and effort, and my, you know, my background there's sales. I'm a sales guy. That's my background, and I built this somewhat in that aspect of mindset, and that's why the sponsor connect is so important to us. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think there's we can generate a lot, you know, with 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 going on with all those sponsors. Um, it can be a lot of fun. We can generate a lot of a lot of buzz around that. Awesome. Yeah, I look forward to it. I think uh, we'll connect off air and um, yeah, look forward to, to hearing how we can collaborate. I think it'd be really cool. I think yeah. that, that was been our biggest concern, you know, is like we have so much uh, momentum and so much traction around this cause, right? With mental health and substance use disorder and it being a really um, major issue here in Denver and nationwide as well. Um, and people just want to help out. Just like Justin said, it's like, you know, everybody is pretty much touched by addiction in some form or fashion, whether or not you have uh, a family member or a loved one or a neighbor or, a, you know, somebody at work, like everybody knows somebody that has struggled with addiction, whether that be, you know, substances or gambling or pornography or whatever it is. Right. Um, and so I think there's a lot of, at the end of the day, it's a mental health thing. Um, and there's been a lot of push and momentum to really start to just create some awareness around these issues um, and, and try to figure out ways to s- systemically help um, and, and, and cause really some positive outcomes for all of these, these populations. So I look forward to definitely talking with you more about this and how we can kind of uh, incorporate that gamification aspect into in engaging our sponsors and our community members and our stakeholders so that we can, uh, you know, really impact the people that we're trying to serve. I, w- I would love to know, Jerry, having a background in sales, what was the impetus to get involved with Influence the Cause? And Oh, uh, okay. yeah. All right. I'll make it a quick story. Um, was, was, was in, uh, in Phoenix. I lived there for, I'm in Chicago area now, but I lived there for 15 years. I had a real estate mortgage company uh, that we sold uh, in the heyday and um, was doing a deal uh, with some major guys sitting down at a table and we started talking and, and uh, me and my business partner started talking about different things, different ideas before that, but they, we've got on the the um, they got, they were telling us about how it was so hard for them um, to raise money or to do campaigns because they would always, now these are big wigs, right? And so they would always at the end of the, you know, when it came down to crunch time, it would always be uh, send out emails and everybody would write checks at the last minute, right? Send out emails, everybody would write checks. Um, they didn't like any of the things that were out there currently, whether I don't like to lay name names, but they, they told me, yeah, they don't like them because they're too cumbersome. They don't have any help. Um, you know, to get the money is like pulling teeth. And so they didn't use the things that were out there at that point in time, um, the tools as far as the platforms. And so uh, we started looking, I started looking into this and I'm going, well, you know what? And, and he's right. And um, started, and then one of, a good friend of mine is ran a chapter of a major one in, in this country, a, a nonprofit. He ran one of the chapters and I talked to him personally and I said, you know, what do you guys do? And he, and he goes, you know what? I don't, I, I can't, I'll use them once in a while. He goes, but I can't stand using any of those. 
um, just because of the, 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 what I told you, the, the aspects of it. So long story short, started doing my homework on there's something here. Um, and, and so we started working on it and started digging into it and um, creation of influence to cause. So it was kind of a fluke, really. I mean, tell you the truth, I was probably looking for something different to do. I mean, I was been in real estate for 25 years. So yeah, I was looking for something different to do. Um, and um, this was my calling. Good for you. That's fantastic. I own a mortgage company and the mortgage business certainly is. Now, we're not in the heyday right now, but uh, the heydays <laughs> come and the heydays go. And so good job selling in uh, in one of the heydays because certainly the valuation. Yeah, was, it was great. We had a big office. I had 350 salespeople. It was pretty big. Wow. It, all in area. So, you know, Arizona was one of the biggest places ever. So and it, it was, yeah, it was sure. fun. It was hectic, but it was fun. Yeah, good for you. You there, Bryce? You look like you wanted to say something, but I can't tell if you're there. You go. No, I was just thinking. I was just thinking about Arizona. I've got some some family and friends down in Arizona. I was thinking. I mean, it is a huge market, and so I was just kind of contemplating and lingering on that last thought. But um, it's interesting, kind of how our you know navigate the navigation of our lives and on our journeys kind of lead us to these these places of service, right? And I think um, kind of to how I can correlate this to really our message um, is being of service. Right. And and so right. I think at the end of the day, that's what we're called to do. Um, I know that's what I'm called to do and, uh, to try to just be a steward. Um, I don't own any yeah. of this shit. I don't, you know, I'm not responsible for any of it. The energy just flows through. And it's interesting to hear how people from completely different backgrounds, um, can all be brought together to ultimately at the end of the day, try to be of service and to impact people in a positive way. So I just appreciate you uh, coming on and, and sharing your story. And yeah, definitely really look forward to talking with you off air about how we can collaborate. And I look forward to seeing your success in working with Mothers Against Addiction and following along with that and seeing how I can um, be a part of that as well and uh, help support your cause, Justin. Yeah, thank you. I'll connect you guys. Uh, I'll share you guys' contact info with one another. Yeah, Bryce. I mean, uh, you know, thank you for letting us give us the platform to, to share our stories, really. Um, you know, it's, 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 that's, that's huge. Yeah. Where, where can people go to find out more about Influence the Cause, Jerry? Um, www.influencethecause.com or directly to me, Jerry, at influencethecause.com. Oh, boom. Awesome. And then they can, it uh, looks like, I know I'm logged in as an admin, but it looks like they can just search and they can find the Mothers Against Addiction campaign that uh, kicks off here in the next couple of Correct. days. Correct. Yeah, there'll be it's an easy search section, um, or otherwise look for us on social media. Um, we'll be blasting it everywhere. And awesome. you know, we want to see who the leaders are. That's what you guys. That's what we want to get people to come see. Who's going to be yeah, the leader sure. of this campaign? We don't know yet. We don't know. We'll find out. I'm going to put my name in the hat for sure to be a leader. <laughs> Sweet. Anything else for the good of the order, Bryce? I think we're good, man. Thank you so much for your time, Jerry. I really appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. And uh, like I said, no I'm really looking forward to uh, <clears throat> seeing how your campaign goes, Justin. And um, yeah, I, I encourage our audience to go check out. I know the campaign will probably be live by the time this airs. So uh, go check out uh, the Mothers Against Addiction campaign and see how you can help support and donate. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, Jerry, thank you. 
thank you very much for all of your hard work in helping us get this campaign to this point and uh, get it off the ground here in the next yeah, couple well, of days. Yeah, I'm touting everything that you guys did. I'll tell you that to everybody I talked to. So, and I'm even yeah. promoting it. So, um, nice. Yeah, I, I mean, what you guys done. Uh, it is amazing. And what we've done together, I think is amazing. Really. I think it's the next wave of, of what's coming in for, for nonprofit organizations as far as getting over that hump and get, letting people know who they are really. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I love that we're, we're, uh, hit, we've hitched our way into years and, and that you're helping us do that. And I appreciate you sharing your story about, uh, influence the cause here with our audience. Thank you very much for that. No problem. problem.